1: When big show served up hot and fresh here on the Fans. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back. And then, of course, we have the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist, Leroy Butler with us as well. Joining us one more time on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Mike Sando. And, of course, you can follow him on Twitter at SandoNFL. Mike, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Good to be here. I figured it was only appropriate that we have you back on because we had you on with the last Aaron Rodgers analysis that you did of last year and how bad the wide receivers were and the drop balls and everything else that was going on with Aaron. And now you wrote another piece uh, yesterday talking about uh, through the first four games this year uh, in a huge, huge difference, right? 8.7 yards per attempt, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, a league leading 92.5 total QBR. If I remember the the quotes about Aaron Rodgers in your last piece prior to the season were not very nice about Aaron Rodgers. The quotes in this piece uh, are very very positive about Aaron Rodgers now, Mike.
0: Well, no, I don't. I didn't have bad quotes about Rodgers the first time. The, the, oh, that was the about first, the wide the first receiver first. specifically. Yeah, the first. You're right. Yeah, the first piece, and what's kind of been being said by people in the league all along is Aaron Rodgers has been fine. You know, and not to say that he's not playing a little better this year, but there wasn't some big drop-off in Aaron Rodgers' ability to make great plays and, and control the ball game and throw the ball to his receivers accurately. And so last year, there were just a ton of plays way down the field, big plays, 40, 50-yard gains that they didn't complete. And you're not going to complete all of them, but there was an unusual number that they could have completed and didn't, and it wasn't really his fault. So this year, you had you know some shaky moments against Minnesota, probably a lot left on the field against Detroit. But the last two games, New Orleans, Atlanta. I mean, the receivers have, you know, done their part and more. I mean, I think it's been really good, and that's part of why, um, you know, the the numbers are better for Rodgers too. You know, when you start having uh, two 40-plus yard down the field deep balls, and and Lazard catches them both for a total of 120 yards, that it's amazing what a difference that makes.
1: Well, it's interesting because in this piece you point out Green Bay has completed three of six passes for 165 yards on throws traveling at least 40 yards past the line of scrimmage, seems best holds for receptions and yards through four games since Rodgers became the starter in 2008. The 2019 Packers completed five of 19 throws, traveling 40 or more yards downfield over the entire season last year. What
0: do you think has led to that? More play action, or what do you think has led to that? I think just guys making the catches. You know, we have to specify it's four games, and in one of the games, they were horrible in Detroit. So you know, we don't know that it's going to, Uphold for the whole year. I just thought, hey, you know what? We're a quarter of the way in. They got to buy. They got a big game. Let's just do a little bit of an update here, and and you know follow up with it because I think people want to know, hey, what's different with Rogers? What's different with them? And so those guys making those plays, they've had stretches last year, three four games where it looked really good. Right now we have to see if they can do it over the course of a full season. It's encouraging that he seems to have a good rapport with Tanya in the tight end. That wasn't expected, right? Um, Devonte Adams is going to be coming back. Well, that can only be good because he's one of been one of the great things they've had going. The running back is developing, right? Uh, Aaron Jones was good last year, but now we know he's great. I mean, he's dynamic. He can run receiver routes almost on some of these and be reliable all down the field. So a lot of positive signs, but we're going to check back in maybe at 8 or 15 games or whatever it is uh, later in the year to see how they're doing. Because it's going to be a key variable in their season and how Rodgers is perceived.
2: Only well, then, I think, you know, you look at last week, Jamal Williams, I think, led the teams in, in reception, not reception yards, but in receptions. And I, I saw that maybe Jamal Williams was split out a little bit and Aaron Jones in the backfield and they were running seam routes. I think that is also, I, I think people have not seen that much that Jamal Williams would be your leading reception leader from last week
0: yeah isn't that something else? And, and so when you think about these offenses, like when Kyle Shanahan has had this offense going well for for San Francisco, you know the running backs are a part of that, and they've specifically targeted for the scheme running backs who you know can make a difference catching the ball. So that's a, a big outlet. Sometimes that gives the quarterback easy passes, right? Maybe it's a quick throw, and Rogers is so good about knowing what's going to happen before the snap and really being the orchestrator of it that when he can rely on those guys, um, you know, it makes a big difference. I think one of the things we've seen this year that I mentioned in the piece was there's a lot fewer passes where he's just throwing the ball away and they're getting nothing out of it. It's not an interception. It's not necessarily a terrible negative play, but it's a positive play. And so if you're if the backs are included in that, and, and they're doing the work after the catch, I mean that that's a a big bonus for the quarterback.
3: Yeah, Mike. I want. I got two quick questions about you. Um... How much do uh, weapons matter to quarterbacks? I mean, is it something like if you can put an average quarterback and surround him with great talent, uh, will that make him a great quarterback? Or most great quarterbacks, he'll make the talent better than they're supposed to be.
0: I think they usually can make the, the talent better than they're supposed to be. I do think there's sort of a baseline level of weaponry that makes a big difference, right? And so, yep. uh, you know, we we've seen at times when, like I noticed this several years ago when Eli Manning would have those just horrific years with all those picks. You know, they they might have gone below that line of weaponry at that time. Or we've seen at times in New England, Tom Brady, there's just nothing. You know, he didn't really have anyone who could stretch the field or Gronkowski was hurt or something, and it would look different. So um, I do think it's an important component when it's an extreme. And I think that's what we were talking about with Green Bay last year was like okay, did this reach a point where it was so bad that, yeah, Rodgers is still at the end of the year going to have 25 touchdowns and two picks, right, because he's, he's not going to throw it to the other team. But it's not nearly as dynamic as it was when he had guys he could really trust. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to have Randy Moss and Terrell Owens um, as their outside receivers to, to win a championship or be good. I, I don't believe that at all. I think he can. he's, he's made some of these guys, uh, you know, be better by giving them a, a chance. But they have to meet them at least some of the way, right? Maybe they were meeting them 10% yeah. of the way last year. And maybe they're meeting them a third of the way. Or, you know, in a game here, they're half the way this year. And now it looks totally different.
3: You know, Mike, you're spot on. You're oh, real quick, Steve, because i got to ask if I forget. do you're smarter than me. Mike, you're spot on. Because when they put that stat up about how many first-round picks you've thrown touchdowns to or thrown to, I was shocked to see. I just never thought about it, that Aaron didn't have any. Then I think yeah. he threw one to Mercedes Lewis. I mean, people forgot he was a first-round pick. Then I'm like, But you look at uh, Steve's, one of Steve's team, uh, Manning, he threw yeah. a bunch of first-round pick touchdowns. I mean, I think people forget about that, that he's, he's never had a lot of first-round talent. I mean, he has talent, but not first-round talent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that we I think we might have mentioned last time is you know it's a, it's a little yeah. bit of a unique situation in Green Bay without a without a true owner of the team, right? And I think when you have Peyton Manning who was who in Indy, yep. he's such a big part yep. of the organization, and that owner is looking at that GM sometimes and saying, hey, let's get my guy some weapons, here, right? Who we got in the first, who we got in the first round this year, you know, yeah. I like it with touchdown passes. What about that Reggie Wayne guy? Maybe we give him a – do you like Marvin Harrison? I kind of like him, right? I think those have <laughs> yeah. happened. And then, you know, in, in Green Bay, there's sort of like, uh, you, you know, building throughout the roster. Which Take is Jordan Love. Too. That'll help. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Love. That's a, that's own a whole rabbit hole, right? But, you know, maybe that got Aaron's attention. And he's – I noticed watching him, you know, he's carrying out those fakes in the offense. Now, he looks very yeah. happy and engaged. So whatever they did, you know, maybe it's working. <laughs> maybe it's working anyway.
1: You know, that's the other thing, too, in this piece. And you pointed out in the last piece about his throwaways for the last couple seasons heading in. Last year, uh, he Mm -hmm. threw the ball away 39 times, 59 times uh, the year before that. During his MVP years, it was less than 20 per season. So far this year, he's on pace to throw it away 28 times. That's a significant difference, too, this year.
0: Absolutely. So, if an average quarterback who throws the ball a fair amount is going to throw it six hundred times in a game, you know, if you're throwing it away fifty-nine times, that's ten percent of your passes. You're just deciding as the runner of the offense, eh? I'll pass. There's nothing here. You know what I mean? So, excellent to have that number down. I hadn't really looked at that as much before, but to only have twenty-eight mm-hmm. to this far of the game is a big deal. And I think another factor we need to point out is, isn't it nice going to Minnesota and New Orleans with no fans? Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. I think. Maybe they have mm-hmm. one bad game by now normally, right? Normally you'd go down there and, oh, they instead of that great play he made, he gets hit or he's not quite sure. They didn't quite get the call. And now it's tipped and they didn't win the game. You know what I mean? And he, then everyone's use, like, uh, okay, he, he used a hard a count, back.
3: too. Yep, he yeah, hard, hard count. count as he's, well.
0: getting yep. he's getting them off. He's getting them off. In New Orleans, he got them to jump. Well, that wouldn't happen
1: talking with Mike Sando here on the Wendy's Big Show on the Great Midwest (laughs) Bank, hotline on the fan. Uh, You know, obviously it's the Packers and the Buccaneers. Rodgers doesn't want to talk about Rodgers versus Brady and it being about that, that everybody else plays the game too, not just uh, us two players. But when we look at these two teams, I I think a lot of people have the Packers as the best team in the NFC. Do you view this as kind of a measuring stick game for both of these teams, even though, you know, it's only the Packers' fifth game of the season?
0: Yeah, I think we haven't seen Tampa look as good consistently. You know, we know in that division that, you know, New Orleans hasn't quite been picking up, uh, you know, at full speed yet. We're not sure what to make of Carolina. Atlanta's already firing people. So there's sort of this opening for Tampa Bay, in my view, to, hey, okay, you got Brady. It's been a few games now. You know, this is going to be a game watched by everybody. Aaron Rodgers is obviously MVP candidate. Uh, Brady had a great game a couple games ago, but against Chicago, pretty good defense, you know, and didn't look so easy. So can they – get something going and, and match and just sort of say, hey, this is why we got Brady and we're not just going to be better and more efficient, but we can, we can beat good teams. And we're in this mix too, in our division and the NFC. I think there's more curiosity for me around Tampa.
1: Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. it. And uh, if you do another you, one of these Mike. after four more games, we'll have you on again. We <laughs> got to do one every week and I can have a weekly show. <laughs> there you do. You can right, have we'll a weekly you. show. Exactly. Awesome, Take care bro. Mike. Appreciate it. All right. Take it up on that. You betcha. You. There he is. Mike Sando. Uh, joining us, and don't forget, you can follow him on Twitter. Great follow at SandoNFL, at SandoNFL. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. I'm applying for a home renovation loan uh, has you feeling anxious. Breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at GreatMidwestBank.com. And if while well, you're looking for a car, Gary's got a great place for you.
2: Guys, I want to talk about my good friends over at Hyundai West Dallas. Guys, Hyundai West Dallas is the number one overall store. For a customer satisfaction, guys, when you see what they're doing in their showroom and service drive, you understand why. The staff at Hyundai West Dallas takes your safety very seriously. You will notice that all that they all will wear masks and wipe down everything. When you bring your car into service, they even put steering wheel covers uh, so no germs are uh, able to be passed. Their showroom is always being clean and don't worry, if you get your mask at home, they have free ones for you. So why do I say all this, folks? Well, it's easy. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car or used car from Hyundai West Dallas. They have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and are the most respectful when it comes to your safety. They have discounted prices on a 2021 Hyundai Palisade the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas located off, off of Highway 100 in West Ellis, just a quick 15-minute ride from Waukesha, West Bend, or downtown Milwaukee. When you go in, guys, and if you mention my name, Gary Ellison, you will receive an additional $500 off any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where they're ordinary, needs to be extraordinary. Coming up next
1: is the green and gold best defense. We make our predictions for what we think the guys on the defensive side of the ball have to do in order to get a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's next on 1250 AM, The Fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.